one. One. Welcome back. Hi, to Linda. Voiceover. Welcome back to the Voiceover Gurus podcast. Hello, JJ. How are you? I'm. I'm well. How are well, you since last night during the workout? I saw you oh, during the online workout. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm a little shorter, but other than that, I'm good. <laughs> Do you get tired after the workouts? Um, it's it's a, a couple of hours of of serious concentration. Yeah, and I was yeah. tired anyway. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. But those are so little... much fun. They are, but I really like sleep well after that because I feel like. Oh, I kind of get all that concentration out and that energy out. But, yeah, they are a lot of fun. We just wanted to talk about that for a little bit. And then we have a really good question that um, a listener sent us that we want to talk about as well. Um, We have been remiss about doing podcast episodes because, you know, life's been a little weird right now. Um, But we're going to get back on track and get some more content out there because we do appreciate people listening to the podcast on a regular basis. Do. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Tell me your thoughts about the workout. Let's start off with that. Well, I just, it's, it's, um, it's so much fun. Uh, last night we had two beginners, complete yes. beginners, never done a voiceover before in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the cool part was that one of them, uh, I won't mention any names, so just to keep it uh, anonymous, um, one of the guys just read the script the first time and he said his heart was pounding through his chest and blah, blah, blah. But Damn, he wasn't bad. Right? He's a trombone player, and he's not bad. So, you know, sometimes you see something right off the bat, and then we have the other students who have been working hard, and you get to see the progression that they've made because they come back week after week after week after week. Yes. And uh, it's it's great to see them improve, and we got one one of our students just pretty much from the Wednesday night workouts starting to do auditions on on the pay-for-play sites Mm -hmm. got a studio set up and he's starting to work yeah amazing right it's awesome Mm -hmm. and i love just you know as you and i do we keep it real very (laughs) and you know i will i will stop you in the middle of a take and say i'm sorry you left out five words (laughs) um there's just you can't do that and you know we get a little critical but not much in the beginning right but there's so much to know. It's not just reading the script. And I would hope that maybe in our classes we can do one just about technical stuff. Yeah, you that know? would be good. It's funny, though, because uh, the, the, the workouts that we get, you know, a whole gamut. People run the gamut. Some people have been doing it for several years. Some people have never, right. like you said, uh, read a piece of copy in their life. <clears throat> so right. we do try to cater to everybody. Um, yes. That comes to the workout, so it's not like, oh, this is an intermediate workout or this is a beginner's workout, right. um, because I think you know people can learn from other people's performances and coaching. And can, you know, can the I be honest with given. you? What's up? Can I be honest with you? Yes. I learned something from you last night. What'd you learn? I learned that sometimes people say that I get a little sing-songy, and that's mm-hmm. because I have a tendency to do up inflections. Ah. And it finally hit me. I said, you know, if I go down a little bit more often, it doesn't have that <laughs> sing-songy effect. Yes. And I, I just love stuff like that. I, I learned from you. And, and you know, sometimes these guys, we had a British guy in one of our classes a couple of weeks back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think he'd done very much voiceover work, maybe a little bit. But I was not expecting what he did. And his read was just completely outside the box. Something yeah. I never would have thought of, and I went, 
wow, I'm going to try that. So for, for me, it's cool because I get to learn a little bit too. And I've been doing this for 30 years and so have you. I learn from you as well, you know, especially like I learn more about the storyteller read and the way that you approach copy. I'm like, oh, wow, I want to try that next time. <laughs> so it just goes to show you that you can be in this business forever and still you still have to learn. You still have to oh, keep God, an yes. open mind. Oh, absolutely. Um, to what other people are, you know, to other talent. Someone is doing something and, uh, you know, approaching a piece. OK, so one of our students uh, last night brought a piece of copy. It was an audition that he right. was going to do or did or I don't know. So he worked on that. And then like four other people decided they always also wanted to work on it, which was great because now you have their perspectives. You have five people's perspectives and performances right. of the and, same and piece of copy. And five different types of direction on all of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Little notes from each read. So it's, a, it's sometimes I feel like we're it's an awful lot of information. Okay, I got to remember what the first guy did and what JJ said, and then what Linda said about the second take, and then the third guy. <laughs> but it's not as difficult as you think. It's just, right. you know, and it's really fun when the last person goes because they got all the tips. And I find <laughs> that sometimes that read is the best one. <laughs> and it should be if you're paying attention. <laughs> I know for me during these workouts, I try to be. Um, as understanding as possible, because I know my, one of my issues is I can get a lot of things in my head and then get screwed up when I perform. Yes. I, it's like if you have too many chefs in the kitchen giving you direction on something. Yes. Um, and then it's almost like it takes the complete life out of it. So I know yes. for me anyway, and I believe you do the same thing, too, in the workouts. We, we keep it simple. We yeah. try not to pile a bunch of stuff on you. We just try to give you a little direction so you can, you know, try it again. Try it again. Right. Keep going. Keep trying. That's right. A couple of notes. Do it again. And I love it when they, um, I love it when a producer says, uh, direction taken well. Thank you. And they, they move on to another take or another mm-hmm. script. But it's so important to take direction well. You really have to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, these workouts have really blossomed. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, they really that have. Yes, was happening once a month that one of our students recommended doing twice a month, which is what we're doing now. Um, and now they're selling out. So I don't know. We may move to once a week if it's possible. I'm not sure. What do you think about that? I think that would be awesome because uh, we had usually our limit is six. We had eight last night, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, wow, yes, that was really fun last night. Really fun. We have. A lot of laughs. Uh, what was yes. the spot you gave to what's her name? Oh, the one about the underwear? Yes. What was it called? <laughs> like, uh, it was for uh, Fruit of the Loom. Yeah, no, but it was a, the, the name of the product was, I don't know, Light something. Yeah. Like, Elite Light or something. And I just, <laughs> I just got going on that because I didn't, I didn't know what the product was when you said that. I didn't know it was Fruit of the Loom. I didn't know it was underwear. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just picturing feathers flying through the air. And the and she just got she got laughing so hard we had to skip her yeah. and come back. <laughs> but we do have we do make it fun. Yes. Um, and uh, it's I just love helping people learn things. That's that's what I really love. I have to say that majority of the classes, whenever somebody's tried it first, you know, for their first time, we've gotten an email the next day or that night. Thank you. Yes, we got one us. this morning, didn't we? From yeah, from we one actually of the got. Fellas. We actually got two. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I have well, I sent both of those, but you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but uh, it's nice to get the feedback and know. So if you're thinking yeah. about, you know, you maybe you've never done a voiceover and you're like, oh, this is something that would re be really cool. Our voiceover workouts are a great way to just like dip your toe into something, you know, right. for two hours, you have a good time. It's 50 bucks. It's very affordable. Um, and it's it's very um, cu customized. Like I said, you know, we, we let you do what you need to do to, you know, break in your voiceover chops, so to speak. Right. And where we're, the, the, the range of copy that we use, I mean, we go from everything from a local car wash to national scripts. Right. And it's hard to get your hands on those. But uh, right. so you get a chance to read the big stuff. And you'll find that the big stuff is always much better written. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> What's that spot you had yesterday? Plus, you'll get such and such plus. Oh, plus, you'll get advantage plus. What? <laughs> Plus, plus. Minus the fact that you have to get the plus advantage plus <laughs> multiplies by the addition of the, never mind, yeah. But yes, so yes. So join us, please, for our workouts. They're fun, they're informative, and as Linda said, it'll just give you a taste of what it's like. Yeah. And I'll... I mean, maybe, maybe we'll try going once a week and see if we get people. Okay. I mean... Well, let's see what happens. Okay. You know, if, if if it doesn't book, it doesn't book. Okay. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'd like to get at least four people. You know, oh, to make yeah. it. You know, so oh, if we yeah. do get four people, <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, because it's not going to be JJ and I coaching one person for two hours. <laughs> no. Wouldn't that be a gift for fifty bucks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, do it again. <laughs> It'd be hell for them. <laughs> yeah, it would, um, it? But just a note that the people that continue to come back, I love you, but you know we get a little tougher on you because exactly. of the fact that. Oh, we I'm do so glad you brought that up. You. Yeah, a couple yeah. of people I'm a little bit harder on and a little more nitpicky, and I, I just, you know, they, they've got to understand that they've been doing this now. Well, a couple of them have been in there for eight, ten, twelve weeks. Right. And it's time to start pressing them a little bit and and really pointing out. The smaller stuff. They've yes. gotten the well, general that... picture, but now yeah. if they leave out a, a word, I'm going to stop them. Because you yes. can't leave out a word. You can't. I'm sorry. You no. can't. Unless you get permission copy. from 19 people. Right. So, mm -hmm. right, you can't change the copy. And, 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 yeah. So, yes, that's why we do that. So, we're not mad at you. We just feel that you're further along the way, which is a good thing, I think. Yeah, take it as a compliment. Yes. The more you get challenged, if we're challenging you, it's a compliment. Oh, JJ's being yeah. a dickhead again. Oh, well. <laughs> it's a good thing. Oh, it's I'm happy. <laughs> he wants you to improve. <laughs> That's right. As opposed to what we get sometimes with the auditions. Thanks for coming in. Thanks. <laughs> right. You were great. Thanks. It's just bullshit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming oh, in. Oh, was Thanks. that the door hitting you on the way out? <laughs> yeah. We've heard enough. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, so That's join us. We fun. hope you'll join us. Please join us. Please, please, please join us. Please, please. So what else you want to talk lovely... about, Linda? Oh, that question. That question. What was yes. the question, Linda? We got a listener that sent a nice email. I won't give his name because we're all about privacy here. Um, he wanted to know, knowing what we know now, what advice would we give our younger self about starting or building our voiceover career? Well, that's a tough Fine. question. Yeah. That's a tough question because, boy, in the beginning, um, wow. I know one thing I would probably do. I would tell my younger self um, that don't think that 
you're only going to do one type of voiceover? Because I was yes. like, yeah, I like that. I was yep. like, I'm going to be the voice of Lifetime. For, you know, for some reason, the voice of Lifetime and the voice of Tampax. I picked tampons <laughs> and Women's Network when I was like 22. You know so, what happens when your Kotex catches on fire, don't you? <laughs> no. You throw it on the ground and tampon it. Oh, God. <laughs> That's bad. Sorry. That is a really bad joke, JJ. They're fun at Fourth of July, though. You just light the fuse and throw it. <laughs> Nothing happens. Um, oh, or yeah, the other I like thing that. I would say, the other thing I would say is don't think when you're starting out that you're going to do everything. Right. Because some people are like, I want to do it all. I want to do everything. It, it, it takes time. It's a craft. And I think... You may not be right for everything. You're not right for nope. everything. Nope. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm just not anymore. I used to be. <clears throat> um, but... Um, <laughs> um, what would I do differently? Well, see, yeah. I, I had situations where I had, in my very younger, younger career, I had a producer, a studio owner, come to me and say, if you don't sleep with me, <gasps> you're not, you're not going to work. Are you serious? I'm serious. And I looked at him and I said, well, I'm not going to sleep with you and I bet you I'm going to work. You looked at him? And Yeah. Wow. But I just, I was in shock. I was 20. Oh, my God. And I just went, okay. But, uh, wow. so, you know, avoid things like that. But um, <laughs> what I would have done differently is, I don't know. I, I Gosh, that's really just such a tough question. Yeah. What would you tell your I, younger I did, self? I did my best. I mean, I... I never, I, I didn't miss a session for twenty five years, not for any reason. Wow, wow. Um, the day after I got home from my open heart surgery, I went up and did ten spots. I remember you telling me that. And I couldn't even breathe. But Janine, my wife, crazy. my lovely wife, said, "I think the best thing in the world for you right now is to get back up there and know you can still do it." Yeah. Because I, I had a yep. hundred spots. They were all for free. Um, you know, we were going for a big thing and I needed to do a hundred of them, a hundred one minute vignettes. And what uh, was it? A, it was a demo? Well, they were, they were, yeah, it was for a show called This is the 60s. Oh, I remember that. And okay. it was just music blurbs that they would play between the songs. It would give some history of the song and things like that. Never sold, unfortunately. But I went up and I did 10 of those the first day. And that's the, you'd, so I, I wouldn't do that differently. I, I like my work ethic. I always have. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually had to get on my wife's case now because she's working from home. And I look over and at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, she's sitting, <laughs> sitting in her pajamas at the computer. And I go, you really should get up and get dressed and, and do everything <laughs> that you need to do like you would normally go to work. You, right. You're more productive that way. <laughs> this way you're just tempted to go back and lie down. <laughs> She's not used to the work from home uh, no, structure. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. But uh, differently, I I would pay more attention, I think, to the talent around me. Because mm. mm-hmm. I had the honor of working with some of the greats of our time. Um, and I did pay attention as much as I could, being that age. But right. I uh, tried to get as much out of it as possible. But I would just, I would take more in. And I would be. I had no trouble letting go and trying new things. That was always one of my mm-hmm. things I loved most. 
was just, as I told you last night, you know, people would hire me and I'd get to the studio and they go, I don't know right. if you're right for this, but I just <laughs> wanted to watch you do it. And because I was, I'm nuts. Uh, you have to get into it physically and emotionally. And if you're doing the voice of three mm-hmm. monkeys in a tree, you got to act like it. You know, all in the same scene doing three different voices. And that was one of my very first voiceovers. The monkeys in the tree? And uh, yes, it was for Crispin Porter. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> oh, I don't remember. My God, that was 1984 <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was the 80s. I don't remember much from the 80s. Three but... monkeys in a tree. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. That's yep. great. That's great. But yeah. You know, I would also tell myself, uh, my younger self, that just get ready because it's going to be a long journey as opposed to yeah, my go. initial thing was, I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to get an agent. I'm going to book a national spot, and the rest is history. Right. And <laughs> Wrong. You know, because you, right, you get those stars in your eyes like, oh, my God, it's going to happen like this. And, you know, I did move to New York. I did get an agent. I did book, you know, a nice um, wild spot that ran in a bunch of markets. And then I didn't book a job for six months. Yeah. So I would tell my younger self to, you know, pump the brakes and realize that this is going to be a long road. Yes to continual success, that it isn't this immediate thing. And just to also make sure I always keep a backup financial option, you know. Right. Like, as, as I, I got 12 bucks in the bank right now, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time I was married, so, you know, one of us had a full-time job. Ah. I, that, that I was able to then pursue what I wanted to pursue, right. but then... I did get a job just to keep myself going when I realized, oh, wow, I'm not going to be able to support myself fully with voiceover for a while, (laughs) for years. That's what I would tell myself. Yep. Yep. I like that one. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. The second. I'm sorry. I would probably tell myself that you, you have to be prepared throughout your career for the moment when you've had an account for three or four years that pays stupid money mm-hmm. and then you're having dinner one night and somebody else is voicing it that commercial comes on the air and you go oh all right i just lost yeah that's sixty thousand dollars a year that's painful painful <laughs> um and it that never goes away mm-hmm. that never ends i've been doing this a long time and it, it just it just happens they come and they go Sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't, but something new usually comes. But right. you got to have some schmaltz to get through those times. <laughs> and like you said, some extra money in the bank. Paying the bills, being a, a freelance voiceover actor is just, you know, because nowadays it's, you know, 60, 90 days. So, oh, to get paid? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I try and stay a couple, three months ahead of my bills just in case, yeah. you know. Uh, and even the union, it used to be 10 days, now it's 30, and now they mail it to mm-hmm. the agent, and then the agent mails it to the wrong address, and then you call them right. two weeks later. And it was like nine weeks before I get the, the check from the union. Yeah, that's why you have to have that built-up cushion Yes. to keep you through. Yes. You know, try to pay things when you have the money in advance, you yep. know, that way you can get it yep. done. The second part of the, the question was, um, is there anything you should, would, or would not have done differently to get to where you are now? Should, would, oh, I'm sorry. One more with clarity. What? <laughs> Is there anything you should, would, or would not have done differently to get to where you are now? Um, 
Well, yeah, and I would have been much farther, I think, if I had... I, when my children were very small, <clears throat> I was still married to uh, the other one. Um, <laughs> but I decided to try the New York market because my father was very well known up there. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking with my then wife and the kids, and I said, uh, suppose I were to, if I were to get a, if I could get an agent in New York and let me go up, I'll stay with some friends that used, I used to live in Westchester County, New York. And I said, I'll stay with them, make believe we really live there, and I'll take the train in every morning and do the whole gamut of, you know, walking the streets and going to auditions and doing this and that, mm-hmm. and see what it's really like. And I reached out to an agent, and he called, and he said, I need you up here tomorrow. You're, we, we've got a hole that you're going to fill like there's no tomorrow. And you were so in I Westchester w- at this time? No, I was in Florida. Oh, you were in Florida. Okay. Yes, but I wanted to, I wanted to be in the big time. Right. And so I went up, and three days later, I booked the Today Show promos. I was doing seven of them a day. Oh, my God. At $200 a piece. This was 25 years ago. Oh, my God. So I went up there and immediately started making, I don't know, $1,500, $1,600 a day. <laughs> and then I booked a National Kodak, and I did this, and I did that. And the more and more I was up there, the more and more I realized that I don't think this is a place to raise children. Mm, yeah. I could see that. Because we'd have to live somewhere near the city, and I don't want to commute. My father did that for years. You'd have to live where I live, on Long Island. On Long Island, yes. Mm -hmm. But um, I sometimes wish I'd stayed, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. Interesting. Yeah. The children had a more normal life. But, uh, yeah, so there are things you question all the time about, oh, gee, should I have done that? Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, me not having children, uh, you know, I didn't have anything holding me back because I didn't have anyone to think about except for myself pretty much uh, when I wanted to move. Shortly after that, I became a single father and I didn't have any choice. Yeah, there you go. I had full custody of a two and a four-year-old and that that was my life for many, many years. So, yeah. But because of that... Mm I uh, do you remember Whammy, Linda? Whammy? No. Yeah, it was a new television station they started many, many years ago in Miami, and they wanted a weatherman for their news show. Mm-hmm. And so I went down and I just wrote up a skit and I uh, did a little bit of George Carlin, and I had him on the floor. <laughs> and by the time I got home, the phone rang and he says, "Man, you that was you you got the job." And I went, "Well, that's great." Mm-hmm. And I figured it would be the evening news. You know, uh, or, or or daytime is what I thought it would be, like, you know, 6 to noon, which I figured I'd get away with and get the kids to school and do their after-school things. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, no, it's 4 to midnight. And I went, what? There's no way I can do that. <laughs> 4 to midnight. I, I can't. Yeah. He said, I want you to do the 6 o'clock news and the 11 o'clock news. And I went, I can't. Oh, my God. And he kept raising the money and raising the money. I said, you can offer me all you want, but I can't miss baseball practice and choir practice and Irish step dancing and homework. So I turned that down. Mm. So there's going to be moments in your career as an actor where you, for whatever reason, can't do something. And you you can't look back and go, oh, God, I wish I'd done that. I got a job That's offer, the hard part. Um, I'm here in New York. And one of my bosses that I, was my boss in radio, one of the best bosses I ever had, he wound up moving down to Texas and becoming a program director at one of the stations there. And ah. he said to me, he goes, I would love you to do middays at the station in Dallas or whatever. And he said, you know, 
150000 a year. You know how the cost of... Uh-huh. Yeah, he says cost of living down here. You know how it is. You could live really well. I'd love to offer you that. And that would mean me leaving my dream of voiceover yeah. and, and being in New York as tough it, as it is up here to give it up. And I, I wouldn't do it. I yeah. just said I appreciate the offer, but I cannot... I, I, I don't know. You know, you have to have that belief in yourself that you're going to, you know, you're going to be able to, you know, support yourself. Yes. Um, yes. And you have to give up some things, you yep. know. And but every now and then it gets having... scary, doesn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A little quiet. So yeah, I yeah. completely understand that it's really tough to have a family up here in New York. You just you just have to do a lot of extra things. And, and commuting into the city can really become a drag. <laughs> Um, yeah, especially if you got no place to go during the whole day. I mean, yeah. if I had an apartment right in the city near all the auditions, right. that'd be okay. But I was just sitting on, you know, by the library all day long yeah. with my beeper and then running here and running there and running here and running there. And when I, I just, I went, oh, I when know. I lived in Manhattan, it was in Chelsea, which is where a lot of the, um, casting directors were. So I was literally yes. like five blocks from all my auditions. And it was great, you know, because I was over on 29th Street. I could just go home. So when you live in the city, it's fantastic. But how right. long can you live? Right. In, you know, you can't really, unless you're some New York lifer, it's really tough to, to afford the city yes. for long periods yeah. of time. Maybe now things are going to change after the epidemic. I'm not sure. Or the pandemic. I think but, so. Um, yeah, it's, it is a rough life, but then you have to measure and say, is it worth it to me? Do I really, do I want to do this? But thankfully, you guys that are listening, you don't have to go to New York. <laughs> you don't have to go to L.A. No. You can make uh, tons of money from your, you know, your, your own home studio if you play it right. Right. And the, the difference I find, and if you listen very closely to the, the big guys out there, um, they get a hot spot and then they kind of die away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you hear a new, new voice. But with us, it's just, you know, we just keep going. Because mm-hmm. we're not overplayed on every network every five minutes. Right. And you have diversity. And uh, mm-hmm. you can do different things. And yeah. Yes, that's right. I can go out to the workshop and make something. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Sorry. that my answer to the anything I would have done differently, I would have not, I would have had a, had a little more confidence and not been so intimidated by the agent thing. Because when I first moved up here, I looked at them like, oh, my God, you know, and then it took many years for me to realize, wait a minute, then, you know, they're helping me. I'm helping them. I don't, you know. Exactly. And I was so intimidated for so long. So I would change that. I would also be better at following up. I was not good at that. I was not good at that. Um, So that's what I would change as well, you know, and could change a lot. Could have changed things. I don't I don't know. We're here for a reason. Uh, We're here for a reason. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we have to be grateful. <laughs> so hopefully that answered your questions uh, for the, the listener. I'll say his name is Mark. Mark, thank you for sending in your questions. You guys ever have questions and stuff, something you want us to talk about? Feel free to email yeah. us. You can email me. Email me at Linda at voiceover.guru. Um, but join us for a workout. We'd love to meet you face to face. You're so much fun. Yeah, via Zoom. It's too much fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes Zoom is fun. Other times it's all. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. We had those max oh. headroom sessions last I've night. I've never heard always last five seconds. That was just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then. I 
know. I really wanted to hear him too. I know it's a shame. Hopefully, me too. He'll show too. up at another one too. So yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. So. Thank you for joining me, JJ. As always. Hey, thank you for joining me, Linda, over here. All right, fantastic. You know what I'm talking. <laughs> and and if, let's get together again soon for another podcast. We will. We will definitely. Everybody, have a great rest of your week, day, month, whatever it is you're doing in life. And thanks so much for listening to the Voiceover Gurus podcast. Thank you and good day.